You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And live from Washington, D.C., it is BetMGM tonight here on a beautiful Tuesday evening. Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick. We got PJ behind the glasser running the show tonight. With Cameron Gray vacationing right now in Mexico. Did you see his pictures? Cam having a good time. Did not see it. Did he put some up? He did, well, he's uh, got a new um, a new Avi. Is that what we call it on Twitter? Okay. The and wind it's dog his, one. It's just his, uh, it's his feet. It's no. his feet on a beach. Yeah, That's so Rex Ryan would be a huge favor. No, uh, it's alcohol. Oh, oh, no, you're right. It is. No, it is feet. You're... Yeah. So if anybody out there has a foot fetish... Our guy Cam, Let's give him a follow in. over there on social just, media. We see it every night, though, his feet, because he puts it in slides. Does yeah. it come in with socks? So I've seen these feet. I can identify them. I zoom in. I'm like, yep, those toes are Cam's. We can identify that those are his toes. Those are his feet. He's enjoying a very well-deserved vacation. I don't think Cam has literally taken a day off since nope. he started this job last year. So good for him. He is missing some good baseball tonight, though. Uh, Blue Jays, Orioles scoreless right now. And as I said before we hit the break, we may be screwed. Oh, he did he catch it. it? He got it. Did he catch it? Okay, Manoa, uh, not a great st- – nope, he did not. He did not Base catch is it. loaded. Manoa is, is actually saying – We got a challenge coming in here. We got a challenge coming in here. Base is juiced. Manoa, uh, not a great start. Uh, he We had a mound visit after four pitches. Thought he got himself hurt. I need to see if this is a catch in center field. Nope, that ball dropped. So we're going to have the bases loaded. And just like that, the O's are threatening no outs. And Manoa threw 12 pitches. Uh, Walks Cedric Mullins. And uh, not looking good right now. So we'll keep you updated what goes down there. we got a challenge coming in. Just like that, the Orioles go from dogs to minus 110 favorites in the game. Totals 8.5 with the bases loaded in the bottom of the first. The Blue Jays did nothing in the top half of the inning. Also right now, we got the Braves up one nothing on the Red Sox. Guardians, Tigers, scoreless. Coming up here shortly, the second game of a doubleheader between the White Sox and the Royals. White Sox minus 145 favorites. The total's nine and a half. We'll talk about that coming up here shortly. We also got a couple games in a delay, including the Phillies and the Marlins and the Mets and the Reds. Right now, we're going to talk some football with our guy, Mike Morgan. You can catch his work with ESPN. He joins us now on the Roman Guest Line. Mike, how you been, man? Long time no talk. I've been well. It has been a little bit of a while. Uh, You know, Now's a good time because I know you guys have been talking baseball, talking soccer, but man, it, it's football season. It is. And I can't wait. I can't wait. So, Mike, uh, I want to get, we got the top 10 coaches poll last night and no big surprise, Alabama, number one, Ohio State, I think is going to be really tough this year. Is there a sleeper team that you have circled? Like, I really like Utah. They bring pretty much everybody back in the Pac-12. Cam Rising's there. I know some people are hyping up USC because it's Lincoln Riley's first year. Is there a team that maybe nobody's talking about that you're really excited to watch this year in college football? 
Well, I'm, I'm right there with you on Utah. I don't even know how much we can call them a dark horse because yeah. they, they are getting some love. And and they, like you said, they're defending Pac-12 champions. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they win that game week one in the swamp. I don't even know what Vegas has that as, but I, I, whatever it is, if Utah wins, I wouldn't consider it an, an upset. You know, it, looking at the at the SEC, I think everybody – is keeping an eye on that A&M quarterback situation because if they figure it out, there is a lot of talent on that roster. They're young, but there's a lot of talent on that roster. And then, you know, the the other team out of the out of the conference that I think can make some noise is Tennessee. If if they can just find a semblance of a defense, the offense under Josh Heupel is really tough to stop. They've got a quarterback in Hendon Hooker who could be a high draft pick. They've got a, uh, an all-conference receiver in Wilson. They've got weapons. They're going to put points on the board. The question will be if they stop anybody. And if they do, I'm not saying they're going to knock out Georgia, but I am saying they could have a heck of a year in Knoxville and, and really put, uh, put up some gaudy numbers in the process and, and crack some polls, not just top 25, but much higher. And Mike, covering the uh, you know covering the SEC, obviously there's some quarterbacks we're really excited for in the country. You know the Big Ten, we got CJ Stroud. But what are your thoughts? What are your, what are your thoughts on Will Levis in Kentucky going into the season? Because he's going to be a top pro prospect, you know, up there with Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, and then uh, Van Dyke out in Miami. What are your thoughts on Levis going into the season, and then the uh, Wildcats? I, I think Will Levis, who I've had you know in person a few times, is very impressive. Like when you sit down and talk to him, intellectually impressive. When you see him physically and what he can do running and throwing, very impressive. He had to really kind of learn on the job last year. They didn't use him much at Penn State. So last year was kind of uh, baptism by fire. And overall, he did well. And Kentucky had a good 10-win season. This year, they they lose their top wide receiver in Wondell Robinson, who I think is going to be a, a heck of a pro. So I just don't know if he has the weapons around him where he's going to put up gaudy numbers. And that's typically not what Kentucky does on offense anyway. They're more of a ground and pound, uh, win games on defense, and, and, and beat you up on the line of scrimmage. But make no mistake about it, Levis is a pro, going to be a high draft pick. He's, going to, he's the kind of guy, if he does go to the combine, which I assume he will, uh, he's going to be very impressive. The question now is, what can he improve on his game? Will he be more accurate with the deep ball? That was one of the knocks on him a year ago. Cut down on turnovers. That was another one. But in terms of pure ability, the, the, the scouts tell the story. They like him for the reasons that uh, every coach likes him, is that he's got tools that just very few players in college football will be able to put on display. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I'm thinking about, Mike, just teams that not only are under the radar generally, but are under the radar in terms of who they are anyway, like the Coastal Carolinas, the Appalachian States, um, the Fresno States. Who are some teams that you think are going to also take a jump or teams that we should have our eye on in terms of betting their win totals? Well, I don't know what the over-under is on Wake Forest, but I'll tell eight you what, I, I had them last <laughs> eight and a half. Yeah. I, I'm in. I, I mean, I, I've had them the last two years, and Sam Hartman is back. Uh, A.T. Perry, who's a 6'5 receiver uh, that can get 50-50 balls, is back. They lose the running back, Christian Beal-Smith, but they always seem to have good enough backs to make plays, and, and Coach Clawson is extremely underrated so i i'm a wake forest guy uh, they just they have a formula there and again when you look at the acc okay clemson's going to have a bounce back year you mentioned van dyke of miami he's he's a uh, a good looking quarterback but i i'm just not buying stock on miami yet florida state is still trying to figure things out north carolina coming off a down year and uh, they've had to shuffle some coordinators around you know, who else really scares you in that league, NC State? So, I, I mean, I think Wake Forest will once again make some noise. I just think they have a lot of things to like. And Sam Hartman, for those that don't know that name or haven't seen him, I don't know what he's going to be in the NFL. I just know this. He's a great college quarterback. He really is. I'm curious, just keeping with the ACC really quick, as we look at Clemson, who is the ACC leader in the clubhouse to win the, the conference at minus 125. Uh, we don't know, is it going to be DJ Ugulele? Is it going to be Cade? Uh, is is it going to be DJ's show? And do you think that Clemson should be the just this overwhelming favorite to walk away in the ACC? On the second part, I would say yes. Uh, I just, there's so much there that even if DJ, and by the way, they want DJ to win that job. I mean, he's going to have every opportunity to prove that last year was a complete fluke because he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn last year. This year he'll have healthy receivers, healthy backs, better offensive line, and on the defensive line, they are stacked. So I don't think anybody can match up with Clemson in that league. I'm not saying they go undefeated and just beat everybody by 30 points, but I don't see anybody week in, week out that is going to be as consistently dangerous as Clemson. So for me, Clemson's a, it's, it's about as big a runaway favorite in the Power Five, right? Because – yeah, the Big 12, it's Oklahoma now with a transition. Uh, Pac-12, we talked about Utah, but who knows? Big 10, Ohio State's going to be the clear-cut favorite. Uh, I think Ohio State and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I think Ohio State and Clemson are the easiest, kind of safest picks to win those Power 5 leagues. Even Alabama, look, they're going to have a scare or two in that league. Yeah. Not to mention if they yeah, make it to Atlanta. You're probably looking at Georgia. Yeah, you A&M in the regular season, no question about that. Mississippi State's not an easy game. Ole Miss is not an easy game. You're going to go through the gauntlet in that division with that schedule. So Clemson and Ohio State, for me, that those are the easiest plays to win those leagues. Mike, you heard anything about Spencer Rattler in South Carolina? Because, you know, last year he was the favorite to win the Heisman. Everybody was talking to him like he was going to be their projected number one overall pick. And, you know, Lincoln Riley obviously benches him, brings in Caleb Williams. Now he's at South Carolina, so he gets a new start. They went 7-6 and six last year. Shane Beamer's back. 
what, what are your thoughts on him and just that team? Because I feel like they're just a they're a big question mark, but I'm excited to watch him this year with another shot. Yeah, I think we all are. Uh, I know a lot about the kid. I've been I've been covering him, I guess, in a way since high school, and I know Shane Beamer uh, personally well. I, I know how excited they are to have him uh, in Columbia. Look, it, it, that is like the ultimate wild card because they haven't had a kid with those kind of, again, I'll use the word tools, in Columbia in a long, long time. They just don't get five-star quarterbacks there. Even when Spurrier was there, they didn't get that kind of player. Uh, and, and it's not as if he was a complete bust at Oklahoma, but for whatever reason, he got benched to a guy that they, you know, right now they're talking about could be the next great thing at Southern Cal. So I, I think Radler gives them a dimension. If he just gets his confidence back, uh, and they, they have some weapons around him. Like they've got a, a couple of good wide receivers. They've got some really good running backs, uh, and they've got a tight end that's that's going to be one of the tops. The, the, the other transfer from Oklahoma. So I, I think Rattler in a loaded year for quarterbacks in SEC play because you got Bryce Young number one. We just talked about Will Levis. You got Jefferson at Arkansas. You got Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. Uh, you got Richardson at Florida. I mean, I can go on and on and on. It, it is a stacked deck. Where does Rattler fit in that hierarchy? I don't know, but his top end potential is outstanding. I'm curious, just in terms of individual games, the the number one game that's on my calendar for week one is Oregon and Georgia. Yeah. You know, Dan Lanning yeah. goes back to Georgia. They are 17-and-a-half-point dogs, Oregon is. My initial thought as an, as an Oregon alum is that's a lot of points for Dan Lanning to get. Um, but it is Georgia, and it is, in, in, uh, it, it is at Georgia in Athens. So uh, what are your thoughts on that game? Can Oregon even sniff? You know, three touched and like coming closer than, you know, 17 and a half points. Man, that's tough. Uh, first off, my initial thought is uh, kudos to you for going to Oregon and B, how do I get to do a game over there? Cause I've never been to Eugene. That's one of the few spots I've never done one. Um, I, I, I love the match itself. First off, cause these are the kind of the, the games that we like to see. And Georgia, look, here's the thing about Georgia. Georgia lost a ton of guys on defense yeah. to the NFL. I mean, like, mm-hmm. first three rounds. And I know, I know, they don't rebuild, they reload. Kirby's recruiting has been off the charts good. It's basically like Nick Saban 2.0, the way they've been bringing in players in Athens. And offensively, they're going to put up points this year. I just think Oregon should be able to score. Georgia wins the game, but that's a pretty high number. I, I, I would have a hard time laying that many points for an Oregon roster that has talent, for a coach that knows Georgia. He just came from Athens, so he knows what to expect. Uh, and then the question becomes, you know, does the game get away? Can If Oregon keeps it competitive, if they keep it competitive third quarter, then chances are you're sitting pretty on Oregon. Uh, if somehow it gets away, Georgia obviously has the ability to kind of snowball on you because they can just ground and pound, run it down your throat with a lead, and then before you know it, they just wear you down. Uh, Mike, we only got about 60 seconds. Which of the new coaching hires do you think could turn around the program the quickest? You got Brian Kelly, LSU, Lincoln Riley, USC, my guy Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, or uh, Brent Venables at Oklahoma. Or you got Dan Lanning at Oregon, as Trista brought up. Who do you think uh, has the easiest road to kind of turn that program around? Well, first off, I think they're all good hires. Uh, in terms of biggest improvement, there's, there's way too much talent on LSU to not have a bounce back. 
So, like, it, it, you know, the, all those other jobs you mentioned, it's not like they, they went into a messy situation. They all had pretty good programs that were on solid ground and, and won their fair share of games. LSU was a disaster the last two years. They're not going to be a disaster this year. Uh, Coach Kelly uh, will turn that thing around. He'll, he'll get the attitude back where it needs to be, and they've got talent. So, for me, the answer to that question would be Kelly and LSU. Mike, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the season. We'll talk again soon. Awesome stuff. You got it, guys. That's Mike Morgan. You can catch him on ESPN all season long, calling SEC football games. Tristan, you got to pull some strings, get him to uh, Eugene. I need to. I uh, I have this bad feeling, just as is a big Utah guy now, guys, that uh, USC might win like double digit games. <laughs> I just I don't know who they're going to be able to stop. But offensively, PJ shakes his head. It's going to be like Oklahoma Travis Dye, 2.0. Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison, like Not they are one. stacked. Don't you think it'll take a little time? I don't know. I want to think so. That's why I'm all over Utah. We're going to find out a lot week one. That game uh, that um, that uh, Mike brought up, by the way, it opened as a pick. Utah now a two-point favorite against Florida in the Swamp. So that's going to be an awesome game week one. As Trista said, we get the Ducks week one. We get Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. Uh, getting clubbed by Ohio State as 14-and-a-half-point dogs week one. Can't wait. When we come back, the baseball bet's not looking so good, so we'll bet some more. Why not? Bet MGM tonight. That's the name of the show. Boom.